Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Amen. God bless you, family of God. Hope you're having a great day. I hope you are blessed in the things of God. Amen. If you're going through something right now, there's no coincidence, amen, that you're listening to this Bible study that we call The Blaze with your brother Sam Rock. I'm here just to speak life into your life in the name of Jesus. If you're going through something hard right now in your life, I pray that the God of mercy and grace and love will show himself to you in a realistic way that you will know without a shadow of a doubt that God is on your side and that he's with you through the tough times and the good times and he wants to bless you and he wants to show you that there is a greater way to live and a greater way to life and it's found in the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know who that's for. Amen. I just felt compelled to tell you right now before we start this Bible study that God loves you. He has never left you or forsaken you. He has never failed you. He has offered you and promised you eternal life. Amen. And all the promises that you see in his word and that people have told you the promises of God over your life, they are all yes and amen. And they will be satisfied. And God starts something and he completes it. And he wants to start what he started in your life to complete what he completed um, long ago before we were even known about. But what he starts, he finishes. So be blessed with that word of encouragement. I don't know who that's for, but take it, grab it, you know, reach out um, and touch it because God is available to you today and every day of your life. Amen. Tonight, we're going to be talking about supernatural birth versus natural birth because we know that we celebrate Christmas season because of the birth of the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And his birth was definitely a supernatural birth. Amen. The only natural part about it that I could see when you read the story of Mary and Joseph is that he was birthed the same way we were birthed through a woman. Amen. But the beginning part, there has never been anyone else who was conceived. Amen. Who was uh, placed inside the woman's womb by the Holy Spirit of God. That's only Jesus Christ, him and him alone. Amen. So when we talk about birth, we're talking about the natural versus the supernatural or the supernatural birth versus the natural birth. So let's pray and we'll get into this Bible study, hoping that we get something amazing from it. Well, the word is amazing anyway, so I always get something amazing from it. But I pray in the name of Jesus that every single listener will get a supernatural experience, a supernatural revelation of what God is telling us tonight. I pray for every single listener in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that they will receive a tremendous insight tonight during this Bible study. I pray, Lord God, that you would give them a financial breakthrough, healing and health, Lord God, to their bodies, uh, relationships that will be restored the way you intended them to be, Lord God, and that those who are facing struggles in their lives and death and separation 
maybe even divorce, Lord God, that you would be the comforter, the one who comes by way of your spirit, the Holy Spirit, which is you again, the comforter, the one who guides us, the one who helps us through life. And I pray, Lord God, that as we walk together and journey together in these Bible studies, that, Lord God, you will get the glory, you will get the honor, the worship, and the praise. Because if it had not been for you, where would we all be? But you came from heaven to earth, sacrificed yourself even until death, but you didn't leave yourself there. You rose on the third day, meaning that you conquered sin and death, and you give us the ability to conquer sin and death as your children as well. In the name of Jesus, I pray this by faith. Amen. Amen. So birth, you know, um, we have so much in common as human beings, basically so much, even, um, you know, different race, ethnicities, backgrounds, you know, this whole racial things drive me up the wall because we are of the human race. Amen. God created us human. Um, we're human beings. Um, we have a conscience. We have morality. We're not like the animals. Amen. God called us to rule and reign over animals, creatures on earth, the birds, the sea creatures, everything. God created us to rule over them. We are not equal to them, but we're above them. Amen. Um, so this whole thing about that, we're nothing but other types of animals that are running around the planet. Um, that's false. Um, that's, uh, you know, a lie. It smells like smoke. It must be from the pit of hell because God created us uh, in the image of him. Amen. We are created in the image of God. But when it comes to birth, we have so much in common. Amen. As human beings, a man will get with a woman. Uh, a seed will be planted in a woman. Uh, it will grow. Uh, a child will come out uh, between seven and nine months or however long God has that set to. It could be a preemie baby. It could be a full term or after full term baby. Amen. That baby child comes out the same way um, that we all came out. Amen. And um, we're placed into a world full of sin and a world full of um, just all kind of craziness and chaos. But then God offers himself to us again because God knew us. He, God created every single human being. The Bible says that we were in our mother's womb. He knit us in our mother's womb. When nobody saw us, nobody could see what was going on. But, um, you know, doctors could take pictures and snapshots of the development of a child, but they can never see the Holy Spirit of God, the God's hands knitting and and just forming uh, that new person inside of the mother's womb. It's an amazing thing that a camera, x-ray, uh, ultrasound can't capture the hands of God molding us in the mother's womb, right? So as soon as a child was born and the customs of the scriptures and of customs of Jewish people and the culture back when and um, till today, actually, to some degree, a natural birth is like this. As soon as a child was born, it was washed. You know, they still do that today. Hopefully, you know, you come out, the doctor, um, you know, checks for vital stuff and uh, makes sure this is happening and that's happening. And then we go to get washed and rubbed with salt back in those days. Um, maybe they still do that, but just in a different form of salt, um, something sophisticated other than just plain salt. Ezekiel chapter 16, verse 4, says it like this. When you were born, no one cared about you. Your unumbilical, I'm sorry, your umbilical cord 
was left uncut and you were never washed, rubbed with salt and dressed in warm clothing. So if you had not been through that process, amen, um, I don't know how you'll be received, amen. The Bible is clear that during those times that the customs were to be washed and rubbed with salt. But in the scripture in Ezekiel 16, 4, when you were born, it says no one cared about you. Your umbilical cord was left uncut. You know, we have to cut the umbilical cord at birth. That's symbolism in my mind that we have to cut the umbilical cord with our children too. Amen. In the future and with our parents as well. Amen. If you're married, we have to cut the umbilical cord um, and the wife and the husband must cleave to one another and leave our parents. Amen. It's just a biblical thing. And then the baby must be swathed and bandaged. Job chapter 38 and 9 says it like this. This is a natural birth, right? Job 38 verse 9 says, Who defined the boundaries of the sea? This is verse 8. As it burst from the womb, verse 9, and as I clothed it with clouds and thick darkness. Wow. So Job 38 and 9 is basically saying God is the one who burst it from the womb to find the boundaries of the sea and birth it from the womb. And as I clothed it with clouds and thick darkness. So God is the one who created us. God is the one who separates things and puts things together and births things. Amen. Ultimately, God gets all that glory. Luke chapter 2, verse 7. She gave birth to her first child, a son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the village inn. And of course, that's the story of Mary, um, the mother of Jesus in the natural sense, but in the supernatural God created her, amen, and the passageway was from her for Jesus Christ to be born on this earth, amen. A Hebrew mother, and back in, you know, back in those times in the culture, a Hebrew mother remained, look at this, 40 days in seclusion after the birth of a son. So Mary had to be 40 days in seclusion after the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, at least. Right. If she was following the customs, if she was following the ways and traditions. Right. And look, listen to this. That's for a girl. Uh, for Excuse me. That's for a boy. 40 days for a boy. And after birth to a daughter, you have to double that number. So it'll be 80 days of seclusion if a woman gives birth to a daughter. It's an amazing thing. They're like out of sight out of sight for all that time. Amen. But at the end of that period of time, she would go into the tabernacle or the temple and offer up a sacrifice of purification to be purified, right? Leviticus chapter 12, verses 1 to 8, says it like this. The Lord said to Moses, give these instructions to the Israelites. When a woman becomes becomes pregnant, and gives birth to a son, she will be ceremonial, ceremonially unclean for seven days, just as she is defiled during her menstrual period. 
on the eighth day, the boy, if this is a boy, the boy must be circumcised. And that's still going on to this today. Boys are being circumcised. I mean, the doctors offer that um, to be circumcised. I don't think it's a mandatory thing, but it, there has some health benefits to it, some hygiene benefits to doing that. Um, and they're still going on today. Notice that was going on way back in the scriptures. On the eighth day, and the number eight is a biblical number that means new beginnings. On the eighth day, the boy must be circumcised. Then the woman must wait for 33 days until the time of her purification from the blood of childbirth is completed. Amen. Because I understand that a woman is still bleeding somewhat eternally uh, after birth. And so it makes so much sense. This has been happening for thousands of years. Amen. And it's been written in the scriptures for so long. And it's just amazing to me how science and the doctor and medical field um, don't give credit. Well, not all of them give credit to these scriptures where it's right. And they're still doing the same practices and they're given the amount of days and all this other stuff that it was already in the scriptures for the natural birth. Amen. So then the woman in verse four must wait for 33 days until the time of her purification from the blood of childbirth is completed. During this time of purification, she must not touch anything that is holy. And she must not go to the sanctuary until her time of purification is over. Verse number five. If a woman gives birth to a daughter, she will be ceremonially defiled for two weeks just as she is defiled during her menstrual period she must then wait another 66 days to be purified from the blood of childbirth so this was taken seriously very seriously in verse number six of leviticus chapter 12 when the time of purification is completed for either a son or a daughter the woman must bring a year old lamb for a whole burnt offering and a young pigeon or turtle dove for a purification offering. She must make or she must take her offerings to the priest at the entrance of the tabernacle. The priest will then present them to the Lord and make atonement for her. Then she will be ceremonially clean again after her bleeding at childbirth. There are the these are the instructions to be followed after the birth of a son or a daughter. Verse number eight. If a woman cannot afford to bring a sheep, she must bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons. One will be for the whole burnt offering and the other for the purification offering. The priest will sacrifice them, thus making atonement for her, and she will be ceremonially clean. That's natural stuff going on there, right? All uh, ceremonial stuff, rules, regulations, guidelines, amen? All natural. So we're talking about the natural birth versus supernatural birth. So a Hebrew... 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mother remained 40 days in seclusion for a boy, 80 days for a son, and then she had to go through this process Um to purification. Luke chapter 2 verse 22 says, Then it was time for the purification offering as required by the law of Moses after the birth of a child. So his parents took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Amen. So Jesus Christ himself was presented to his father because he was a child, but they were following the customs, traditions, of what was to happen after childbearing. What an amazing thing. And that's in the New Testament. So for those critics of the Bible say that this is all made up and it's connected dot type stuff, well, the Old Testament could not have been um, written with the New Testament at the same time. This was like 1,000 years before, 800 at least years before. Amen. Or well, even longer than that. I don't know the exact time frame. So it cannot be something that has been put together uh, as a conspiracy, as a way to control people, like some people have told me already, it's impossible. The time doesn't even match up right for that to be a situation. So this is natural birth. A son was circumcised on the eighth day after his birth, being thereby consecrated to God, set apart parts of God. Some uh, religions call that baptism, of the Catholic Church baptizes infants um, in the church that I'm a member of. Um, we don't believe in baptizing infants. Um, we believe in baptizing uh, young um, people, young or young or old enough to make a public declaration that they want to uh, live for God. Amen. They have a decision um, to make. And they understand what baptism is, right? So a son was circumcised on the eighth day after his birth, being thereby consecrated to God. Genesis chapter 17, verses 10 to 12. This is the covenant that you and your descendants must keep. Each male among you must be circumcised. The flesh of his foreskin must be cut off. This will be a sign that you and they have accepted this covenant. Accepted this covenant. Verse number 12. Every male child must be circumcised on the eighth day after his birth. This applies not only to members of your family, but also to the servants born in your household and the foreign-born servants whom you have purchased. Amen. This was straight through mandatory stuff of a child birth in a natural way. Son was circumcised on the eighth day after his birth, being thereby consecrated to God. Wow. Romans chapter 4 verse 11 says, The circumcision ceremony was a sign that Abraham already had faith 
and that God had already accepted him and declared him to be righteous even before he was circumcised. So Abraham is the spiritual father of those who have faith but have not been circumcised. They are made right with God by faith. And Abraham is also the spiritual father of those who have been circumcised, but only if they had the same kind of faith Abraham had before he was circumcised. Amazing thing. Amazing thing. Wow. So that's in Romans 4.11. Seasons of misfortune, seasons of change, seasons of pain, seasons of um, disappointments. Um, they're compared to the pains of a woman in travail. Right? Of a woman in travail. Seasons of good times, of prosperity. Oh, when, when, when you're emotionally right. When your relationship is strong. When your marriage is strong. When your children are uh, just out there doing good. Those seasons uh, are like when you find out that your wife is pregnant. Right? To the joy of to childbirth. It should be a joyous thing. Now we're going to slip and slide right now into the supernatural birth. Because we spent a lot of time on the natural birth. We have so much in common, right? As human beings, we all are birthed through the same way. Uh, I believe scientists are trying to have other other methods and other ways of how to bring children um, to earth. But for the most part, amen, science can never do what God already has established to be done plus the work of God's own hands is upon every person who is found in the womb of their mom right it starts with God molding us so it's an inside job all the way through Isaiah chapter 13 verse 8 says and well let me back it up a little bit because it won't make no sense if I just read it from the middle of the sentence verse number 7 Isaiah 13 verse 7 Every arm is paralyzed with fear. Even the strongest hearts melt and are afraid. Fear grips them with terrible pangs, like those of a woman about to give birth. They look helplessly at one another as the flames of the burning city reflect on their faces. The pangs of a mother about to give birth. The pangs and pains like a woman about to give birth. That's how um, God compares um, childbearing now in the scripture. Because things that are painful, people think of um, childbearing. Because it's not easy. It's not uh, painless. It's painful. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 31. Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 31. I hear a great cry. Like that of a woman giving birth to a first child, it is the cry of Jerusalem's people, gasping for breath, pleading for help, prostrate before their murderers. Wow. Compare this time, which is supposed to be a time of celebration in the natural, but in the supernatural, sometimes uh, it's harder than what we see. Amen. Supernatural birth is something that is so uh, amazing when a man or woman received the new birth or born again um, by trusting and believing in the Savior and our Lord Jesus Christ. 
It's something that God started, right? And he will complete it. Remember I said that God knitted you in your mother's womb with his own hands. He made us. He manifested us and fashioned us. It's an amazing thing. That's a supernatural thing. John chapter 16, verses 21 to 22. Jesus said it like this. It will be like a woman experiencing the pains of labor. When her child is born, her anguish gives place to joy because she has brought a new person into the world. Verse 22. You have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice and no one can rob you of that joy. No one. Someone needed to hear that right now. No one can rob you of that joy. No one. So we're supposed to rejoice. Amen. We're supposed to be um, happy and blessed. Um, Jesus himself said it. You have sorrow now, but I will see you again and then you will rejoice. And no one can rob you of that. Hallelujah. So supernatural birth, amen, brings joy, brings peace, it brings freedom, gives you another identity, amen, your true identity, which you find in Christ. Our identity is not who we are, but our identity is found in who he is, amen, and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. And that is the supernatural birth part of being born, right? The natural birth is referred to as the emblem of the new birth. The natural birth is something that God allows us to see. He allows doctors to look at the process and all that that goes on with childbirth. Um, but the supernatural part of childbearing or childbirth or being born, right? It's so much more. The supernatural way of birth is an inside job, amen, that expresses itself through uh, a believer, right? And it works it out in through in and through their mouthpiece. Amen. So whatever you put in your heart, right? Your mouth speak. If we have enough love, grace, and mercy, if we have studied words the word of God uh, to a point where we could internalize it and not only internalize the word, but speak it forth with our tongue and our mouth, knowing that we are bringing life to a situation that seems to be um, dead because we have the creative power, amen, like Jesus had when he was risen again on the third day. That same spirit lives within me and you if you're a born-again Christian. And being born again is a supernatural birth, not a natural birth. So your spirit man doesn't have to get circumcised. Your spirit man doesn't have to get baptized. Your spirit man in you is all that and more. He is the Holy Spirit. He is God again in the third person. And that's amazing. That's very intense and amazing. John chapter 3, verses 3 to 8. Jesus replied, I assure you, unless you are born again, there it is, you can never see the kingdom of God. What do you mean, exclaimed Nicodemus? How can an old man be put back into his mother's womb and be born again? This was a religious leader at his time asking this question. He was totally amazed of what Jesus had just said. Amen. But um, it's the truth. And people who want Jesus have to be born again. Amen. Because if you're born once, you're just born in the natural. You follow the customs and traditions of the culture. You do what has to be done according to 
your doctor's recommendations, but when you're supernaturally born, amen, God uh, shows you how to do it, shows must be done, what must be done, amen. So that's the supernatural birth, not a natural birth. Galatians chapter 6 verse 15 says it like this. It doesn't make any difference now whether we have been circumcised or not. What counts is whether we really have been changed into new and different people. I love it. Have you been changed into a new and different person and you're saying that you're a Christian? Have you been changed or not? If you're a Christian, there should be a change in your life. Does it have to happen overnight? Can it happen overnight? I don't think so. But anything with God is possible. Amen. Anything with God, that whatever God calls us to do, amen, he will provide a way for us to do it. And we need to just concentrate on doing something, one thing right, or one thing really good that we have to concentrate on everything at the same time. Galatians chapter 6.15 doesn't make any difference now whether we have been circumcised or not. What counts is whether we really have been changed into new and different people. And, you know, the gospel does do that. God transforms us. Amen. It gives us the future. It gives us the end. It shows our past. Amen. But it shows also our present, our lifestyle now. Um, that is, you know, could be an amazing thing if you have trust in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. In the supernatural birth, Titus 3 and 5 says it like this. He, he saved us not because of the good things we did. But because of his mercy, he washed away our sins and gave us a new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us because of what Jesus Christ, our Savior, did. He declared us not guilty because of his great kindness. And now we know that we will inherit eternal life. These things that I have told you are all true. I want you to insist on them so that everyone who trusts in God will be careful to do what deeds or to be careful to do good, to do good deeds all the time. These things are all good and beneficial to everyone. Amen. So natural birth, necessary, of course, for us to get here. But supernatural birth, supernatural birth is only offered by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit working together, uh, three in one. Amen. And God offers eternal life through His Son Jesus. It's an amazing thing. Once you receive that eternal life through Jesus, you'll have a born again experience. We won't have to worry about um, the natural birth as much um, anymore because it just will happen. Amen. But a supernatural birth um, seals us, saves us. And it keeps us um, from getting outside of God's promise. And God promises eternal life. Amen. For every single believer. If you're a believer, grab that right now. Because God never takes back his promises. So it's an amazing time, an amazing season to reflect on the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. On natural birth and on supernatural birth as well. So God bless you. God keep you. And remember that God is good. Peace. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.